Hello, questers, and happy Tuesday, Oak Island night. How's everybody doing this evening? Of course, I'm a little early, but I got to take advantage. I felt pretty good today. Came down a little early, but uh, here we are, pre-show Tuesday on the Quest channels. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. Hope everybody's good. And from Canada, Sydney. We have Judy. Hello, Judy. Hello, Johnny. Good to be here. It's good to hear your voice. Hi, everybody. And uh, I think we uh, got a good podcast coming tonight. Yep. Judy will do her synopsis from last week. So you guys will hear that beautiful voice. We'll go over a couple of things from last week's show to refresh you going into tonight's show. Um. And a little promo I have for tonight's show. Um, digging back in, evidence on the use of the swamp for an offloading operation surfaces called digging back in is tonight's show. But we'll go over uh, last week's show, questions, a couple of screenshots, and of course, discussion on any topic relating to uh, Oak Island, guys. <clears throat> All righty, let me get my hellos in here, Judy. Here we go. I got to go all the way back. You guys came in early. Yeah, some of them did. We're, we're, they're, they're getting used to you now, John. They've got you. <laughs> I should put it down. If I put it down for 630, then it'll be too early. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> all right, here we go. Hello, John. Hello, Digger. Patricia. Hello, Gloria. Yup, put hashtag hat if you have not won a hat yet for a free Quest hat around the world. If it's international, I need your phone number and you send it to the Quest of Oak Island at AOL.com. I thank you so much. Sand dollar. Christopher. If my voice starts getting choppy, it's because of the medication I'm on. <clears throat> it dries my throat out. So just bear with me, guys. Hello, Jeff M. Thank you. Hello, Ken. Hello, Gary. Becky's in the house, Judy. Becky's in the house. Good. Everybody's here. Jamie. Facebook user, who is this? Tim, Scott, Tammy Hurst, uh, the professor. Feeling okay so far? There's Ken putting that hashtag hat in. <laughs> he wants to win a hat, that guy. Yep, Mozzie from Australia. Betty. Hello, David. Hello, Chris. Oh, my lordy, 40. Hello, Kay. A lot of people in the house early on this Tuesday. Right. This is good. Yep. Lori. Hello, Lori. Hello, Carol. Yep. Sideways in the house. Glad to see Sideways. Always a great supporter, Judy. Yes. Oh, good. 
We love supporters. Well. Liz D, this is just painful to watch. What does that mean? Hello, Ashley. And Terry, finally got to watch live. Always a day late. Laid up with the coronavirus. You don't know what, how much we've been laid up over here, Terry. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we sure have, haven't we? Yep, you guys, uh, this is my bloodline right here. You guys are my bloodline. But I uh, want to thank my uh, YouTube membership. Hello, Julianne. Hello, Linda Shafto. I want to thank the captains, the marshals, and the masters that pay a monthly fee for our membership to keep this podcast going, Judy. Yes, thank you guys so very much. It all helps. Yep. I want to thank Tim and Mark and Patricia and Sandra and Daryl and Tammy and Sideways, Betty, Dave, Jupiter, Carol, Super, Becky, Wayne, Alina, Nelson, Paul, Carol, Virginia, Gary, Rebecca, Barbara, Starlene, Jeff M, Sandollar, and Roxy for all their support. They've been with me some of them 30 months, 32 months, 25 months, 24 months. Oh, my lordy 40. And Joanne and Hardaby on the Patreon sign. I thank them so, so much. And to you, Judy, thank you for all your help throughout the year. Thank you. Welcome, John. I love every minute of it. Daniel, the professor, and your partner, Charlotte, thank you for what you do. And to Muyan Osprey, got our fingers crossed, if there's a season 12, that the Muyan Osprey will be flying in the summer. I want to thank all my moderators, Tammy, Judy, Daniel, Starlene, Kathy, and Tanya from Portugal. Also on the YouTube side, Jeff M. and Glory, I thank you so much, and our lifetime contributor, Chris Donna. Most of you, my members come from my main group, the Quest of Oak Island. We got about 69,100. We are now live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at the same time. I am on Twitch, Rumble, um, but not much, if at all. We're on the Discord channel. I'll try to be on Discord tonight at 1030 and Instagram. And we're moving up to almost 50,000 plays on Spotify for podcasters around the world, Apple Podcasts, Google, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon. I still get a kick out of it. We're on Alexa. <laughs> Me too, John. I find that really kind of funny, Because <laughs> I, I always use Alexa for uh, spelling. You know, I'm trying to spell Alexa. How do you spell this? Alexa, how do you spell that? You know what I mean? her but uh sounds interesting hello wayne hello judy neal hello franklin <laughs> daniel says were the knights of temple were the knights temple are on oak island soon to find out yeah oh he must have something up his sleeve thank you daniel yep. you like driving us crazy yep yep tonight's episode 12 like i said is digging back in usa only Evidence on use of the swamp for offloading operation surfaces. Next week, next Tuesday, episode 13, it's called Tea Time. Like I said, I try to get these titles and see what direction they're pointing us to, Judy. 
Yeah, they uh, they don't usually give you a hint, though. A little hook. Hope everything's well with you, Kathy. <clears throat> In tea time, the next episode 13, Gary and Rick uncovered unprecedented finds in the swamps. In the swamp. As the team finally reaches the depth in the garden shaft and their probe drilling operation delivers thrilling results immediately. So maybe they will go into that offset chamber where we had Rick bending down into that little pit. You know what I'm talking about, guys? Yes, John, I hope so. Show us that picture and drive us crazy. So, well, that sounds good. Yep. Hello, Gary Hills. All right. Now we're going to go back to lot five just a little bit. And uh, a member. Hello, Brenda. Thanks for coming in on Oak Island Tuesday pre-show. A member, David Rathall. Posted this picture of what could be on that uh, circle, that 13 foot circle. And now that was a 40 by 30 rectangle on top of the circle, Judy, something like that. Yes, that's, that sounds right. <clears throat> this is a picture he put up. And I want you guys to mindstorm on this. And what do you think? Here we go. Maybe not as tall, maybe not as big, but something to this effect. Wow, John, that could very well be, couldn't it? Hello, Graham. Thank you, Kay. For thank you, John, for Judy. Thank you, John and Judy, for your hard work. We appreciate it, Kay. Thank you. Dee Dee Williams in the house. Hello, Dee Dee. Thank you so Hi, much. Dee Dee. Daniel thinks probably not this. Thank you, Dee Dee. You're a sweetheart. Yep. But um, some kind of observation to look out in the bay. Military induced some sort of building, right, Daniel? What do you think, Judy? Well, I agree with the military thing. I, I really think that's what who put it in there. But again, I could be wrong, but that's where I'm heading. Right. Gloria says it's not on the ocean side, right? I agree. I agree. But um, I thought it was interesting. Of course, you can't look at the materials of this building because what they had then would just be the, what, the cobblestone and stuff like that, Judy. Right. Very different. Yeah. From what we see now. Yeah, it wouldn't be a lighthouse. It would be some kind of lighthouse if it was in the bay directing. But this is not pointing to the ocean side. So I just thought it was very interesting to show everybody on different uh, buildings. Well, something to think about. Right. Daniel, Daniel says it would have been a larger rectangular building at the base if it was this kind of a lighthouse. Right, because of what they scanned, showing that base being, I think it was 40 by something, I can't remember. 
right, yes. But we'll see. I like new ideas. We put them out there so everybody can discuss and watch. Doesn't hurt. We, we need to think about it for sure. Yep. Yep. All right. Like I said, uh, Judy's going to do her synopsis from last week's season 11, episode 11, plugged up. We got uh, Daniel's artifact intro that I've posted last week, but a lot of people on YouTube, I guess, watch it more when I'm live, Judy, than just posting it, you know what I mean, for some reason. Right, yes. Well, they're watching, John, and I don't care if they watch now or later or whenever. David says... uh, I don't see a logical structure on the back of the island. It's definitely a secret structure for me. Okay, David. And here's what uh, Daniel said. It may have been a blockhouse type construction, in my opinion, and observation tower obscured by trees, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yep, Great. Daniel. I hear you. So like I said, I might be on Discord. We'll see how it goes at 10.30. Okay, Judy, I'm going to bring your picture up. This way we can have discussions and screenshots at 7 o'clock. This might be the quickest um, <laughs> pre-show podcast we ever had. Right. John was anxious to, to be with you all tonight, guys. Hello, Luann. But uh, as far as material, I mean, they only give us so much material to go by, you know, and you guys already saw the episode last week. So this is the question and answer period for last week. And of course, I got the promo shots for tonight that we'll discuss at the end. Then at the end, we'll draw for a hat. And the same old, same old, guys. Another Tuesday goes by. One more day in January. Mamma mia, holy moly, holy lordy 40, holy mooyan, February 1st. Hard to believe, isn't it, John? It goes fast. Hello, Beth Green, and yeah. As my, as my mother always said, the older you get, the faster it goes. Oof. When I was a kid, I wondered what was wrong with her, and now I know. Yep, every time you turn around, it's a Friday, you know. Right, Exactly. If anybody wants to put up any kind of discussion title, the crew will discuss whatever you want to discuss on Oak Island. So right now, I'm going to find Judy's picture. She's going to do her synopsis, and then we'll go from there. Okay, guys? Sounds good. All right, Judy, your picture's up for the world to see. It's all yours. Thank you so much. Thank you, Johnny. And we've got Season 11, Episode 11, plugged up. As a new day begins on Oak Island, we find Billy digging in the southeast corner of the swamp, and Gary is busy metal detecting. They are hoping to find more of the stone road and hoping it continues on to the beach. Rick picks up a rounded six-inch piece of wood 
that is pointed and definitely axe cut. They bag it for testing. Next, they discover an area of layered sand, then peat. And knowing it should be, if natural, peat, then sand, they call Ian to come take a look. Ian, seeing this, believes the stone road extends to the beach and suggests they dig three to four feet deeper. Over at the money pit, Marty and Craig are meeting Roger from Dumas at the garden shop. With Roger are two men from a company called Minova Global that specializes in the placement of the geofoam they are about to put into the holes and cracks in the garden shaft where the water is pouring in. Marty and Craig tell them good luck as they start up their pump. Sixty feet southwest, the team is finally looking for an anomaly found by Muon at 170 feet down. They are drilling new borehole K6, and a core comes up from 118 feet down. In it, they find a rock the size of which would be put into a flood tunnel. Have they hit a flood tunnel? And if so, will it lead them to what it is protecting, like, hopefully, the chapel vault? Time will tell. Over on Lot 5, Marty is being updated by Laird and his team. Helen informs him that the circular structure is proving to be a rectangular structure that could date to the same time as the garden shaft. They want to extend the structure and ask Marty, using the backhoe, to remove the large rocks. The work begins. Back on the southern edge of the swamp, Billy is digging and finds what he believes to be the end of the stone road. Gary's beeper goes off and Rick digs up a small tack or a small fastener and they bag it for the XRS machine. As Billy digs deeper, they come across pieces of white pottery along with a handle that seems to be from one pottery item. The team hopes that the archaeological team can then can put this item back together. A second piece of dark pottery surfaces that seems to have a leaf design on it, and a third piece of the same color looks to be glazed on one side. Hopefully they will find a maker's mark on a piece of this pottery in order to date it. The following morning, the team is back in the money pit area, continuing the drilling of borehole K6, and Mike from the drill team informs them they have hit a void at 183 feet down. A core hits the table, and they find 10 feet of normal material, but the bottom, under the bedrock, looks to be disturbed. As they are close to hole H8, could they be in the chapel vault? Terry says hole K6 may answer some questions for them. 
Later that afternoon, we find the team in the war room discussing the findings in Borehole K-6. They decide that since K-6 is close to hole H-8, where they believe they hit the chapel vault and pushed it down and sideways, they will drill another borehole hole in order to try to hit the muon low-density anomaly and void. Steve says that will be done in the next few days. Meanwhile, on Lot 5, Alex arrives and Helen shows him a piece of European flint found earlier. Helen says she can tell it's European by the color and it would be used to start a fire. The piece was found in the foundation of the structure and will go to the lab. Alex begins sifting the spoils and finds several small pieces of green copper. Helen declares that because they are so delicate, the pieces are probably decorative. They are lab-bound. The episode ends in the southeast corner of the swamp, where Jack has just pulled up a three-foot-long piece of log, and they wonder if it was used as a roller on which to move heavy cargo on the stone road. Gary then picks up a four-foot-long piece of wood he believes could be a planking or decking from a ship. These pieces will be C-14 tested. As Billy digs closer to the beach, they see a difference between the swamp muck and the gravel close to the beach. To their surprise, they then see what looks like a piece of a log wall. Right away, they wonder if this is part of the wall Fred Nolan found here and on the North Shore in 1969. These walls led Fred to believe the swamp was man-made many years ago in order to hide something very important. They call Rick, and when he arrives, he finds the wall-like structure very exciting and hopes it is Fred's wall, as it could be original work. They will take samples of the wood to be C-14 tested and keep digging to see if this anomaly extends farther. Will there prove to be a dam or a structure here in the southeast corner of the swamp? Join us next week, fellow questers, to hopefully get the answers. And in the meantime, stay safe, please. Very, very terrific. Fantastic there, Judy, with your synopsis. Thank you so much. Thank you, John. Of course, everybody shall be doing a synopsis of tonight's show which will be printed on the Quest of Oak Island Facebook page uh, tomorrow. Uh, the screenshots of tonight's show will be posted later tonight or tomorrow. So you guys will be all informed. And with Daniel and Charlotte's artifact analysis. So we got it all tables covered, Judy. Yes, we do, John. I think that... And everybody, just um, uh, keep your fingers crossed, because I haven't been able to get my channel that I get the show on. 
uh, to today at all. So hopefully it'll come in before nine o'clock tonight. Yeah, I was thinking also, Judy, on these machines they have all in the new, new lab they have there now. Uh-huh. And then uh, Gloria sparked a little spark in my brain. I don't know if they do have a machine that if you got all those pieces of that pottery at the island, I'm saying, that they can actually superimpose pieces that are missing to make us see what this thing looked like. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. They'll oh, anal- I never even thought of that. Yeah, they'll analyze the, uh, the material. They'll analyze the item through rust. But can they get a bunch of pieces? Obviously, they got to be the same thing with the handle and everything. I don't think they have that sort of machine at the lab on Oak Island. Probably they have to send that out. I'm just guessing. What do you think? Right. I'm, I'm thinking you're probably right. I wonder if the archaeologists so will try to put it back together with the pieces they have. Yeah. Hello, Bradrock. Bradrock. Yeah, I'm telling them also to use the suction dredge on the uh, Aladdin's cave. Just suck it all out before they do anything. I was saying that. Yes. But. Daniel says, I believe that is called a wonkinator. Okay, Daniel. <laughs> a wonkinator. What the heck? <laughs> I don't know if he's being funny or if he's serious. <laughs> Daniel. I think even Daniel's getting burnt out like us. <laughs> Hello, Tammy okay, Williams. Thank- Hello, Tammy Williams. Welcome aboard. Oh, hi, Tammy. You just missed... Uh, judy synopsis but uh play it back play it back all right let me get <laughs> kathy kathy says willy wonka so does the man willy wonka <laughs> Stu wilson in the house all righty here they are this is just showing the spot that they've been digging at, right next to the wall there. Oh, John, Daniel says it's from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and he says, never mind. Okay, I hear him. Um, <laughs> where was I now? I'm sorry. Got a wall. Uh, on the road, this is where they're digging it out next to the wall. So again, guys, whatever brain cells I got left, I said to myself, as they were digging here, Judy, and they found supposedly the wooden wall structure that Fred Nolan says is man-made, right? Right. What came to my head was we haven't figured out the north end with the 3D scanners if the rock walls were man-made up on the other end. I hate this jumping around, but do we get a conclusion, even though they saw they, they, they had oil on some wood? Remember that? Yes, I do remember that. And I thought of that myself 
they need to know what's up there as well. Right, and we never heard about that. And that's that uh, that German guy. I tried to get him on, but maybe he can't say anything because they didn't show much with him doing his 3D scanners, which he was there for a whole five days uh, scanning the whole island with those 3D scanners. And he was doing the other end of the island, you know, and Tom Nolan was there and they had the backhoe there. And what about that end? Let's not jump too much. And all of a sudden we're looking at this wooden structure on this end. Let's finish one end first. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Because they're going to need to know if um, there's something at both ends. Hello. Figure out what's there. Hello, Stu. We know what part of the swamp Fred found evidence of walls on the same south end. Yeah, right where they're at, because they dug there many, many seasons ago, looking for this wall. Right, and didn't find it then. Right, years and years and years. So basically, they're seeing if the road extends past the the, the paved road, extends past this thing, but. Uh, if it was a wharf, there has to be some kind of wooden extension pieces because the water was lower there, Judy, you know? Right, exactly. There very well could have been a wharf right there and a stone road goes to it. Right, that's all. A wooden structure that's all rotted and shot. I don't think it's more stones going under the road that the tractor's on. I think it'd be some kind of wooden dock reaching out in the water so a small ship would get up in there you know what i mean right i agree and they could bring uh stuff from a big ship with the smaller boats to the dock sure yeah the little scuttles yep the little scuttle ships yeah i hear you yep luann we'd have no idea what's underneath that blue tarp i have no idea Yep, it's odd with new chains on it. You know, things that break, they remanufactured everything in the old days. Now it's a throwaway system, but now in the old days, if anything broke, they'd fix it, weld it, put anything together, they reuse it. You know what I mean, Judy? Right on. Yep, I know um, on the farm, everything was redone. Yep, until it was just absolutely demolished. There they are digging in that one spot. This was last week, Terry, the long reach crane. Yeah, because they were in the swamp also at the end of the season. They dug up the uh, peninsula. They dug up the swamp tremendously, not just what you're seeing here. But if you look back on my uh, podcast, they dug the swamp up very, very much this year, Judy. Yes, they have a lot. So there's more to see, obviously. Yep, and that's just showing the water coming in from the short paved area, not the big paved area that's up ahead, but the very short paved area that they're looking to see if it extends under the road. It's kind of weird that they got all these scanning devices. Couldn't they scan on the road to see if there's a pathway of rocks underneath the road? Johnny asked that I question. Would, yeah, I would think so. And I thought about it too. Why couldn't they do that? You know, if all these boulders are like that, let you see right there, 
and it's like under the road, that would all come up like a zigzag, whatever the heck boulders show up on underneath the dirt. My own personal opinion. Unless they did that and, and haven't showed it and just started digging, who knows? Yes, Linda, but not that deep. It was washed out in a couple of storms, but just surface washed out. You know what I mean? Like the causeway gets washed out, but just the surface. That's why they put all the boulders on the edges uh, for weather protection. You know what I mean, Judy? Right. Yes. <clears throat> Here's a better shot. And the thing I saw here was, oh, we see some uh, cofferdam material which I would think if they're getting that close and that deep, like I said last week, to put off some kind of cofferdam to stop the water coming in from the bay, which would be a good idea. You know what I mean, guys? I certainly think it would be, John, yes. Well, there are two pieces. You can see the two pieces, one piece right up the side of the water pump. Then about 10 feet away, yeah. you see the other piece. So, yes. They got something in mind because if they keep on digging anymore, they're going to be right on the beach and stones right there, as you can see the shot from this side. Right, exactly. <clears throat> and then here's the chain everybody's uh, talking about, and Carmen explained it's a three way hook system to wrap around something and you got the main hook to lift. We already know about that. I don't know if they're trying to protect the wall, uh, Linda. That's gonna be tonight, tonight's promo when I show you later. They're getting into that wall and the wood and whatever they're finding over there. They give us these little bits and pieces, Judy. We try to put them together as best as we can. Yes, that's all we can do till we actually see it. Another sort of stake they found, round stake, cut on the ends. There's another shot here. Just to give you an idea where they're digging that hole and where they're finding the artifacts they're finding right now. Then we go back to the garden shaft. Yes, yeah, got maybe a landmarker, yeah. On the left here, you'll see the containers of geofoam, which we'll probably find out tonight if most of the water is stopped and we can go start digging below. There's Roger 14 of Dumas right there in the white hat, all in red. I guess he's the manager of the dig, right? The Judy is the project manager of the uh, garden shaft for Dumas. Yes, yes, I think he is. They always seem to come and talk to him anyway. Right, right, he's the head man. But we got things that there could have been a wrap around the garden shaft. But now we know it's just going to be pounded full of foam. And any voids off to the sides are going to be filled up like your cellar attic, how they spray the foam on your 
rafters on the inside of your house for insulation, Judy? Right, yes. And it just expands and expands and expands? Yes, I've seen it actually done. Yep. It's quite something to watch it happen. But the only thing I don't like about that is if there's an offset chamber, a small offset chamber that maybe something might be in, it's going to be full of muck. It's going to be full of foam. That's true, John. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, they might have to take that out first before they can go in. But they have to stop the water from coming in, so they know what they're doing. Yes, I believe they do. And here's the geofoam. It's they're pumping in the garden shaft. But you know what you would think about if you put all the foam on all these leakage points i think it was at 66 feet the water would build up behind it it has to come somewhere you know what i mean it has to go somewhere from the bottom up from another leak more pressure so you know you think if they drilled a offset drill on the side looking on side chambers that there'd be so much pressure at that point because you blocked all the water all the way up to the top that it's either got to divert away from the whole garden shaft or lordy forty holy mooyan you dig a hole or drill a hole it's going to come right in there like a geyser yes i had not thought about that but you're right it's going to build up somewhere oh boy and it's going to be good to see what they do and what uh i always said water always finds the weakest point it might take a while but water always finds its weakest point. Yes, that's true. They're sideways. Thank you. Thank you so much, sideways. They need to find the mother load just to cover the sweat, tears, and money. You got that right, sideways. And they probably won't even, uh, whatever kind of treasure it is, they probably won't even see it. Maybe the kids won't even see it or grandparents. True. Yeah, Luann says the water pressure will move to another spot. Right. Just think about, uh, you know, you got your bathtub. It's all full of water. It's all leaking. And it's an old tub. It's going to find a crack or something after a while and just find the weakest point. That's what water does. Yes. <clears throat> Thank you, Sideways. Daniel says Phillips would be connected to lot five tonight. Yeah, we've been hearing a lot about him. I think so, Linda. These gushers for these drill holes, not unless they got to do it quickly, you know what I mean? Get this thing sealed up and really go at it. Don't waste any time for all this pressure to build up, like for weeks, Judy. Get it done. The minute this stuff is settled and the foam is hardened, get right into it. Dig this thing out to what's a 95 feet. See if the tunnel's on the bottom. Do your yeah. sideway, do your sideway drills quickly because they gotta know this pressure is gonna be building every single hour around this structure with the amount of water that was coming in, Judy. What do you think? I agree with you hundred percent. The quicker the better. Yeah, hopefully they'll show us something tonight. And there's case six, the 180 
foot depth. And there they are back on lot five, which are going to get some information tonight um, on a coin. I got the promo. They say coin, but you never know what these guys, Judy. No, it could turn out to be something completely different. Yep, we're learning. And Jack would say two things now, I got Jack saying. Uh-oh, okay. No way. And, oh, wow. <laughs> he says both a lot, doesn't he? Oh, and wow. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, wow. No way. That's all I got. Daniel says uh, he's a buzzer. Jack buzzes when they find something. Of course, this thing, of course, has got to be a key to what, guys? Oh. A jewelry box. Yes. It's got to be a key uh -huh. to an expensive jewelry box. Carmen, I love you, guy, but uh, it could be. But just put something in our hands. Like I told Julie earlier. Let's see something in the back of the pickup truck. Will you guys? For sure, John. Let's hope it happens this year. I hear you. Oh, okay, Daniel. I'm sorry. I misread that. He meant that it's not a token. It's a buzzer. Hmm. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. They got to hit those keywords, you know, you guys. Yeah. That's what happens. They got to hit them keywords. Well, this is the piece that Judy was saying. That's a pretty good, nice handle right there and a lot of big pieces. So I hope somehow they can put it together for us. I don't think they put anything together for us yet. Have they a team out there? Let me hear you. Has they anything they found? Did they have enough to put something together or not? I don't think so. Remind not me. That I, no, they, not that I remember, John. That would be interesting to see them do that. I remember when they went into Fred Nolan's, they had a ditch pile there. Or it was a garbage pile that they just kept on pulling up pieces of pottery all over the place. It was like a garbage dump on one of his lots. They had a backhoe dig up like a trench. But I don't remember them putting anything together. No, I'm I'm pretty sure they have not. That oh, it would be interesting to see them do this. Yeah, it was a trash dump. Yeah, Linda. But this piece is—I never saw such big pieces. But yet the swamp was made, made probably made. And if you had any kind of stuff to throw out, that's where you throw it in the swamp. If you're farming, if you're clearing land, well, you throw it in the swamp or the muck. So, right, I agree. It doesn't mean, or if it's a, a dock, a wooden dock that you're going back and forth with uh, bags of uh, clothes and grain and whiskey and trading. Well, that's the great spot. Things break and fall off the dock, but otherwise, it was a garbage dump. Right. Terry Pulp says it could be a teapot. And since the British were there, it very well could be. 
you know, military on the military side. There's a yeah. couple of pieces of different pottery. So those are pretty big pieces, uh, Judy. I've never seen yep, such sure. big pieces before, have you? No, I have not. So they might be able to do something with it. And I'm saying pottery, usually we get little fragments. Now, I'm not talking about chains and uh, ring-eye bolts and all the rest of it. I'm talking about pottery itself. Right. I'm wondering that since it was in the swamp and it's so mucky, mm. that it wouldn't break as easily there as it would somewhere else. Well, they say if it's buried below, you know, the stuff doesn't rot. There's no bacteria to get through it. And if it's in mud on the inside and the outside, it's almost like a protective, you know what I mean? Right, true. If the pot was empty, well, then it'll smash quickly. But if the pot gets full of, uh, say, uh, blue clay and mud, it's got a chance, you know what I mean? Right, exactly. So a lot of things were going on there. We know the swamp was used as a dump site, and we're getting there. Yeah, and Daniel says pottery equals habitation. So people lived there one time, which we know. Yep. Yep, trying to put all these pieces together for 11 years. We're getting the big story. A lot of people are writing books about Oak Island still in 2024. But has we ever going to see anything in our hand or prove anything in our hand i don't know i really don't know no i don't think any of us do at this point and i don't know what they know either right they don't tell us all they don't say it all you know what i mean guys exactly All right, let's put up uh, Daniel and Charlotte's artifact analysis. Let me know if the video comes through. Voice and video, let me know in chat. Let me see here, Judy. Okay. Here we go, guys. Ready? Ready. It's about three minutes and 10, 15 seconds. Daniel and Charlotte's analysis from season 11, episode 11, which they'll be doing tomorrow, which we'll be doing the same thing next Tuesday. Uh, hit that notification bell on YouTube when I put up the short videos during the week. Hit that like button. Please support if you can. I thank everybody that's been with me for so many years. Very well appreciated. So here we go, Judy. We got to be quiet. I'm going to put this on and let me know in chat if it's good or not. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Season 11, episode 11, Plugged Up Artifact and Feature Analysis. In last night's episode, Plugged Up at the southeast corner of the swamp near the Stone Road feature, Gary Drayton is metal detecting in the area and he finds a small object. After looking at the object, Gary is uncertain what the piece exactly is, but says it looks like a small fastener. The artifact is bagged and tagged, and will be sent to the interpretive center for further testing. Back in the same area, Gary and Rick are metal detecting, 
and find some very interesting pieces. After further inspection, it is broken pottery. The first pottery is white and has many pieces. It also includes a handle. Then Gary finds more pottery but different kinds that are in the same area. It's speculated that this might mean it was a place that was being used for transporting treasure. It should be noted, as the compendium mentioned last week, that the swamp was used by 19th century residents of the island and various searchers as a dump per Fred Nolan. It's not surprising that you would find broken pottery in this area if that was the case. The scene shifted to the Lot 5 excavation area, where archaeologist Helen Sheldon was working with Alex Lagina, and she showed him a piece of European flint that was found at the site. It was used for starting fires. It wasn't clear what time period the artifact was from, but most likely in the same 1700s era that the other artifacts appear to be dated from. Alex, while sifting, found thin pieces of copper that were compared to copper sheeting found previously. Blacksmith Carmen Legger believed that that copper sheeting was from a box that held valuables. This copper appeared to be decorative, and it was speculated that it had the same purpose, but it will be sent to Emma at the Interpretive Centre for further testing. Back at the southeast corner of the swamp, Gary is metal detecting again and finds a log. It is speculated that this log was used as a roller and was utilised in the unloading of valuables from a ship from the shore. Also, a piece of wood that resembles what Gary called planking from a ship is unearthed. Then the fact that Fred Nolan found pieces of ships in the swamp is mentioned. These pieces will be carbon dated and an approximate date range will be assessed. The excavation continues in the same area, and while working, a very interesting feature is uncovered. Jack notices what looks like a wooden structure at the bottom of the digging. After further investigation, it looks like pieces of wood have been cut and worked by man and placed together. It is then suggested that this wood may be a wall that Fred Nolan discovered in the area. Fred actually found two areas that each had what he described as a wall that may have been used to create the swamp area. This location will be further investigated and the wood carbon dated. Until next week. Please visit http semicolon slash slash www.theoakislandcompendium.com for the entire article and our other content including our most recent investigation into the famous or infamous Oak Island Xena map. Good day from the compendium. Daniel and Charlotte. There you go. Thank you, Daniel and Charlotte. There, Excellent. There's Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they do such a good job, Judy. Yes, they do. They're good researchers, too. Yep, yep. Those are our fact checkers. Without them, we'd be really lost here in our channel. And I don't have the patience for research. Nope, I'm I glad just, they do. Yep, I just like pictures, you know what I mean? Right, gotcha. Alrighty. How are we doing on the hashtag hat drawing? Let me take a look, guys. How many entries we got? My God! No way! We got 15 entries so far. Don't forget, if you want a hat, let me know, and we'll redraw, because I give out so many hats per week, I can't remember who got one, who didn't get one, 
I love the guys and the girls and whatever sending us pictures with the hat. I mean, you don't have to wear the hat. We got hats that they put them on the beaches in Australia, uh, kangaroos, uh, Mexico, wherever the hat travels. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. And uh, we got a picture today from last week's, I think it was last week's yeah. uh, winner, Fish, and mm -hmm. uh, his picture's on our Facebook page, guys, if you want to take a look. Yep. You only can put it in once. This uh, system, if you put hashtag head in 15 times, it only takes it once. Okay, Scottish, we got to have pictures if you win. Don't get in trouble. All right, I, I, I think we'll do the uh, drawing now, Judy, and then we'll go over tonight's promo after the drawing. Or do you want to do the promo now and then the drawing last? Who wants to do what? What do you guys want to do? I'll leave it up to chat. Yeah, tell us, guys. You want to draw for the hat now or do the promo for tonight and then draw the hat last? Oh, Kathy says the hat. Come on, anybody else? Hat. Hat. Okay, it looks like the hat wins. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. The hat has won majority rules. So if you didn't put in hashtag hat, guys, 19 entries. Oh, my lordy, 40. Holy wow. mooyang. <laughs> Good luck, everybody. All right, we're at 19 entries. Going once, going twice. Okay, by the time I share it, here we go, guys. There it is, 19 entries. Got 81 people in the chat, 80 people. Not bad. No. All right, here we go, guys. Three, two, one. Oh, 20 entries. <laughs> you guys do this to me on purpose. I think so. All right, 20 entries. Going once, going twice, going three times. Entries are at 20, ready for the draw. Three, two, one. We're off. <laughs> Sideways, oh my lordy forty. Congratulations, Slideways. Slideways24. Either PM me your address or send it to Quest of Oak Island at AOL.com. 
If you're international, I need your phone number. I'll get it out tomorrow morning. You deserve it, Sideways. You're a great supporter. I appreciate you. Yeah. Congratulations, for sure. Unbelievable. It knows. You know what I mean? It knows. It, it does. Thank you, Sideways. This way I can get it out in the mail tomorrow morning. <clears throat> Don't forget the picture, please. Yep. Judy always needs her pictures. All right, let's go over a couple of promos that are going to happen tonight. Don't forget, 9 o'clock tonight, watch the Curse of Oak Island, USA. R&B says, welcome to the Hat Club. Everybody's saying congratulations. All right, here, I don't know where they're drilling their um, chapel's vault. I don't know what the drill hole is, but they pulled up some steel. So we're going to have to look for this, Judy, tonight. Right, yes, that looks interesting. So they must be around the chapel vault area. I don't know if it's around Aladdin's cave, Judy, so we'll find out tonight. So you guys pay strict attention and where this piping comes from. Of course, Judy will have it right on the dot. Daniel will have it right on the dot because he'll be doing pipes tomorrow. Artifact of pipes, tailpipes. <laughs> yes. Well, at least it's different than wood. Yep. Again, the area is the money pit. He's the drillers. Those guys are the drillers. So you know it comes from choice drilling, Judy. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. Like I say, we just go by the little pieces they show us. And then we go from there, you know? Yep, that's all we can do. Yeah, they get us all excited. Just so we'll come back and watch the following week. Yep, and there's the side wall. that rocks on top. We'll find out more about that tonight. Because they're just giving us little slivers, guys. How'd you like that one, slivers? <laughs> yes, that's a good one. They're just giving us little slivers. Like I showed you that one. So we'll get some information tonight that Judy and Daniel will be all over this stuff. And a coin. I have to. Yes. On lot five, guys. They're saying this is a coin. Let me go one more here. No. This is the last screenshot I got. They found a coin on lot five. Now, what do you think of this? Looks awful big and thick for a coin. Let me hear you guys. Yeah, what do you guys think? I think Daniel thinks it's probably another buzzer. I couldn't see if there's any, like, two holes in the middle, Judy. I tried to look around, but they're getting slick there. The uh, editors are getting slick on me, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Didn't show us very much of it, did they? A big medallion button, Luann? 
What do you think? Could be. Of course. I thought they, about a button. Yeah, of course, they got to say coin to get us all crazy. Don't forget. That's why they show us those highlights before commercial. So you guys don't leave them and go watch the basketball game or the football game. And they give you the hype. <laughs> so you always come back and get Kathy's hook. So they always do that. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. No way. <laughs> oh. Daniel says it's a buy me Templar trading token, mate. Yeah. No way. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. No way. So I think Scott they, says it's a washer. I think they found this on the sifting table, Judy, if I remember the promo when they were sifting on I, the sifting thing. Yeah, I kind of think so. But for some I, I can't remember. Yeah. But for some reason, uh, I'm not going with a coin. What do you guys think? How many say coin? How many say not? Hello, Lewis. Thanks for coming in. Well, uh, I can honestly say if it's a coin, it's an awfully big one. So I don't know. You don't know. We got a don't know. Who's got? Who's saying coin? Who's saying not a coin? Then we'll see who wins. Ashley says a coin. <laughs> yes. Daniel says coin. Jack is a lot in five. Yeah, he's the sifter. Patricia, not. Marine, not a coin. Big diameter, too thick. That's what goes with me, too, Judy, is the, the thickness of this thing. I mean, it, it was, right. like a silver dollar, you know what I mean? The old-fashioned silver dollars, they were thick, you know what I mean? Right, exactly. Curtis is in the house. Very old coin, yeah. Because it looks to be even bigger than our Canadian uh, uh, loony, which is, you know, a good size. But that looks even bigger. Right. It's covering two fingers. So look at your two fingers and uh, put a coin right. that size. I don't know. Watch tonight at 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, USA only. Sorry for the Canadians, uh, spoiler alert. But don't forget, we're into episode 12. We're halfway through the season, guys. Yeah, already, John. I was thinking about that today. Uh, Joan McGinnis is with us, John, and she says it's a coin. Where is she? Uh, right here on Facebook. I don't see her. Hello, Joan. Hi, Joan. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, I talk to Joan all the time. We're always talking. Here I am, Facebook user. user. Here's Joan McGinnis right there, Facebook user. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> She's here. There it is. Now I see her. I got one minute ago. It just came in. Thanks for coming in, Joan. Possible a coin. Joan says, hi, Judy. Hello, Joan. Good to have you aboard. 
Yep. Facebook's been acting kind of crazy. So. <laughs> John Cindy says it's a fifth chip. Oh, more not the fifths again. <laughs> they always got to tie that guy in. His silver's all over the place. Right, exactly. When I go to the dollar store here where I live, I'm going to ask them if they get any fifth stuff there. Hey, good plan. You know, it's like your stuff is all over. But. I just pass on the information. You guys believe it or not. But if it's tied into the fifths through material, through scanning, and it matches, it just matches. You know what I mean? If the x-ray scanner is matching it, well, that material is the same. It doesn't mean it was his, but the material is right. the same. Exactly. I'm with you, Ashley. See you, Digger. Thanks for coming in. We'll see you next week. Don't forget, we'll be on next Tuesday pre-show doing the same old thing on tonight's episode. Tonight is Digging Back In, Evidence on the Use of the Swamp for Offloading Operation Surfaces. Next week is Tea Time. Gary and Rick uncovered unprecedented finds in the swamp as the team finally reaches depth in the garden shaft. So, Judy, they must have went down to 95 feet. They must have got there okay, John, so yep. I'm anxious to see. I hope I can get my channel in. That's next week, and the probe drilling operation delivers thrilling results immediately. So that tells us next week they sealed the water, they dug out to 95 feet, and Gary will be uh, doing the spoils with his metal detector, and uh, that's good to know, you know what I mean? Yes. Unbelievable. All right, let's see here. There I be. I'm back. Well, Judy, that's all I got for tonight. Like I said, we'll be on next Tuesday. Me and Judy will be on next Tuesday. If something comes up of importance, you know, I'll pop on. Hit that notification bell on YouTube or Facebook on Quest. If anything comes up that has to be right away, you know me, I can't hold back. And <laughs> watch YouTube uh, tonight. I'm going to put up a little short uh, little thing of uh, I had a little mention with uh, David Blankenship today, and he told me something that I'll put on YouTube uh, later, very short, and he's doing good. Just wanted to tell you that, guys. David Blankenship is doing good. And uh, we'll just leave it as that until I post a little bit of information with them uh, later tonight. So, Judy, if you want to say your goodbyes, and then I'll say my goodbyes and get out of here. Okay. It's good to know Dave's doing well, John. I'm glad he talks to you yep. once in a while. Mm -hmm. So, everybody, have a good week. I will see you next Tuesday night. And uh, please keep your fingers crossed I can get the show tonight so we can have a synopsis tomorrow. John, great podcast tonight. You did great. Okay. And uh, we'll see you, see you next week, everybody. I love you all. Okay. Good night. Thank you, Judy. All right, guys. That's it for tonight. Enjoy the show at 9 p.m. USA. But don't forget my saying. Let's say this together. Remember, members, always go forward. 
You may get a setback in your life, but just believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams, no matter how old you are, for tomorrow's a never given. Boy, oh boy, don't we know that. In this crazy, crazy world we live in, oh my lordy, 40, we need a ton of prayers and miracles by the second. So as Jan keeps on telling me, you keep smiling because you never know what that other person's going through and stay safe. Also, you stay strong as much as you can mentally and physically and keep that positivity going. Outlay that positivity. Get that negativity away. Go positive as much as you can. Thank you for joining me and Judy tonight. We'll see you next Tuesday pre-show, same time, 6.45 p.m. Eastern time, probably a little earlier, maybe a little later because I said early, I don't know. I hope you enjoyed the show. Enjoy the show tonight at 9 p.m. on the History Channel. Thank you. Take care. And, of course, bye-bye. <laughs>